Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. The feel-good way to start your day. Woody and Tubes. <laughs> Is this the podcast? No, don't. Please stop doing this, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the podcast intro. You can do it by yourself. <laughs> I'm going on strike. Oh. Starting now. It's Triple M Breakfast with Woody oh. and Tubes. Back from 6am with the easiest competitions. $100 cash up on the line. Oh, come on. You've got to come in. Women. No, do you know, it still frustrates me that women, some women are getting paid $250 less a week than men. So maybe I'll talk. Who's doing that? I will talk. Not here. Less on air and you can talk more. No, because then people might actually like that. (laughs) I might not talk myself out of a job. (laughs) That's what I might do. Don't you think though? Don't you think that's ridiculous? Yeah, I guess. I don't think anyone in this company is getting paid less. No, this company is they're a good. woman. That's, that's but it happens BS. still. It still happens. Yeah, if, if that's if that's if you're if you are out there and you are getting paid less, you're going to follow that up with some law enforcement, like A triple C stuff. That's garbage. That is. Right. <laughs> I'm talking less. I know. But <laughs> It's not. I get that you're making a point, but I don't know what I'm doing either. Do you remember when Big Brother was really big back in the day? Yeah. Was it Malcolm that went to see Gretel Colleen and he put a no Merlin Merlin and he put that it was for refi- refugees. Yeah. That was such a huge stance. Yeah. Well, it was that like was he incredible. sewed it into a t-shirt or something, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. That was. Oh, we're a couple of old people reminiscing on a balcony, rocking back and forth. Remember when? Here's what you missed in the show. Oh, no, that's not the podcast. <laughs> that's Don't stop yeah, it. it. You guys keep making me do this stuff. That's great. Rhea, cut that out. Cut that out and put it on the front of the podcast. Don't you <laughs> This is Woody and Tubes. Triple M Good morning, Hobart. Good morning, Tassie. Good morning. We're live on the listener app right across Tassie. Oh, yeah. Just download Woody and Tubes. And listener. Listener. And then you got to do that step first. <laughs> it's Mum. Well, let's back the truck Mum's up. Mum's still trying to download listener. <laughs> Is she? Download the listener app, then search Woody and Tubes. She bought hair care products three times by accident. How'd that happen? Oh, she says that they did it. I said, they can't, Mum. You they must have it. checked out. She's out there, my card details. Mum, I don't know. You probably entered it before. What? Is this on like a supermarket app? She doing online orders. That's she's, pretty, she, no, pretty advanced. It is if you can do it right. That's pretty she's advanced that she's doing that. Ordered th- really? Well, that she's actually yeah, downloaded she's, the app and then done her shopping on, on the app. That's pretty good. I mean, the fact that she's got three lots of shampoo, three lots of conditioner, yeah. it's probably a bit much. But that's okay. It's the first step in, you know, learn from your errors, Liz, and move on. How about the bus cancellations this 134. morning? 134. What? 134 bus cancellations today, which is going to be traffic chaos. We've got a few that I'm going to read out now that are all cancelled before 7 o'clock. Jeez. 511, 502, X30. 500 out, 457 in, uh, 624 out, 448 in, 685 in, 402 in, 401 in, 625 in, 429 in, 409 in. That's a lot. That's 14 cancellations before 7.30 I'd love to know how it's affecting you, Tazzy. 13353 is the number. Or... We- 0488 is a text line. We're going to have maths chat today. Uh, Isn't that exciting, Jules? No, no. Married I haven't at watched, first sight. I have not watched one episode, but I'm sure you'll give me an update and catch me up to speed. Because Taylor's joining us. That's Taylor. Taylor Winter, who is a Tasmanian who's on the show. We've spoken to her yep. a few times now. I'm going to chat to her again about what happened last night. Oh, my God. Oh, you would have seen Did you this. watch it? No, oh. I wouldn't have. 
No, I absolutely didn't. How about when she wrote leave and he wrote stay? Her Don't husband, spoiler alert. And she says in it, I'm going back to Tassie. Good. She says I'm not staying because if one of your partners says, oh, should I, is it too late? Should I play some audio? No. Oh, I should good. play some audio of it. No, d- no well, you'll love this. Will I? This is what happened after he wrote stay. I did write stay. I want to try and move through it. No, you don't. Just because he says it doesn't mean it's the truth. I'm not staying. I'm going back to Tassie. I'm not staying. No way. Wow, that was pretty dramatic. It's a bit jumpy there because I had to cut out the minute pauses. Oh, you mean you edited <laughs> maths? <laughs> maths is edited. Because it was like, I don't do... Maths for is like edited. a minute. <laughs> so oh, surprise. Married at First Sight is an edited show. I edited their edit. Wow, that's... That's some Inception-type stuff right there, Woody. Oh, she's going to take us behind the scenes of Married at First Sight. She is not happy. Triple M Breakfast. We've got Tessa Randello from the Triple M Newsroom in the studio right now to give us an update. Good morning, Tessa. Good morning. What is making news? So at the moment, there's we've got a primary school here in um, Hobart's northern suburbs that is really struggling with the teacher shortage that we've been hearing about for a really long time. And so some of the teachers have actually come out saying, you know, that some of them are having to pick up their kids early because there's no teachers to look after everyone. Some um, parents who have students who need a teacher's assistance in the classroom, same thing, are getting the call, we don't have any teacher's assistance today. I'm really sorry, we can't look after your child today. Um, so this is happening at Gagebrook Primary School um, and the issues are also with the prep teachers. They've had a couple rotate through this year and some days they just can't get relief. And I guess it's just one of those examples of the parents coming forward to explain exactly what's happening on the ground. So we get a better idea, I guess, for me who don't have children to understand the teacher shortage at at our small levels. I spoke with some teachers over the weekend, actually, and they were saying very similar stuff to what's being reported last week. They're exhausted. Mm -hmm. It's not even about the money, although, of course, they should be on par with the mainland. They're physically exhausted. They don't have time to prep classes properly. Uh, They're now turning into mini medical staff because there's no resident nurse. The counsellor's so booked up that they're also now having to counsel different kids as well. And they don't even have time to prep for te- uh, for parent-teacher. So you've got all these parents or parent or caregivers that want to engage with the teacher and want to know how their child's doing and they just they don't have the ability. And that's exactly, it looks like exactly what's happening there at Gagebrook as well. It's just yeah. that so many jobs are piling up on these teachers that they just can't do it anymore. And that's, you can see why the parents are, are not sending their kids to school oh. because they, they get a phone call halfway through the day. It's more difficult to leave work and go and collect their children, whatever it is. Hopefully that we're seeing some of this, these issues being resolved as the Premier and the Education Minister here in Tasmania are meeting with unions. There is a stop work uh, industrial action happening on Friday this week at 1.30. We know that. There's been a text come through on 0488881073. It's quite a long one, so bear with me here. Hi, Woody and Tubes. I'd like to stay anonymous for this. I'm the partner of a full-time teacher, and when I say full-time, I mean exactly that. It's early March, and my partner is already worn out, worn out having to be on site at 8am and most days not getting home from anywhere between 5 and 7 p.m. because of meetings or parent-teacher meetings, which they don't get paid for, not to mention the work they have to do outside of work to prepare for classes. I don't know what the head of the teachers' union's qualifications are or whether he's getting his information from, but the issues are that our teachers are facing much more than just extra help in the classroom. Let me ask you guys, the Premier, the Education Minister and the Union, would any of you or them work an average of 16 hours extra a week for no pay. That's 832 extra hours teachers are not getting paid for on average per year because that's what's going on. And why are teachers leaving the Tasmanian teacher teaching for the mainland for better paying conditions? Or they are just leaving the profession altogether. Why would you want to be a teacher in Tasmania? Where's the benefit? Your work is not respected. We appreciate the text and you can give your perspective as well. 0488 881073. That is a concerning. There's, there's there's some issues there with the maths. Uh, like I'm I'm not saying that teachers aren't working extra hours. They definitely are, and they mm-hmm. definitely are getting worn out. David Genford is the head of the education union here in Tasmania, and he is a he's a teacher. He's left his teaching profession to go and stand up for the workers. So I know that David is qualified and does understand what's going on. I think 
that we all know that our children are the future of this state and the future of our country. And we need better support. That's what the Education Union is standing for. Better support so that our teachers can do their job correctly. And I think with the extra support, those hours will come down because the teachers won't have to spend so much time doing that stuff. Absolutely. They're only one person. You can only physically, emotionally and mentally do so much, regardless of how passionate you are with the job. We'll follow it closely this week, of course, in the lead up to the teachers' strike. As we know, you will. Tessa Randello from our Triple M Hobart newsroom. Thank you. Thank you. It's Triple M Breakfast. There's a, a burst water main in Elizabeth Street on the intersection of Bathurst and Elizabeth. Motorists may experience some delays in the area while the issue is fixed. Do you remember when that massive water main burst over here near the Mazda, uh, not Mazda, the um, Mitsubishi dealership? Yeah. And it sprayed into the air about 70 metres? That, I didn't realise we had that sort of water pressure here in Hobart. Of course we do. Oh, okay. How, <laughs> but I mean, why wouldn't we? But they said that it was well, like, like five Olympic pools. The way it moves is via pressure. You know when you turn the tap on? Yeah. That's pressure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> pressure works. Well, it doesn't sound like you do, mate. No, but that, was, that was a lot of water. It's a water main. So what of... it means is the most the main water is in it. <laughs> Explain it to me a bit better than that. Can you go over that again? There's pressure, and yep. when you turn on the tap, that pressure. How does the pressure forces? Will you put anything? When you push anything together, it causes friction. <laughs> and if ki- if school does close early on Friday, I shall be giving science lessons. <laughs> Let's hope they that come is. to an agreement. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. This is Woody and Tubes. A man that pushed a peanut up a massive mountain with his nose broke a record. That's not new. Ended up in hospital for attempting to bottle and sell her bodily gas. <laughs> That's not new. No, wait, I'm not finished. <laughs> this one is actually news today. Well, most of them are. Well, no, they're not. People are using this popular pet product on themselves, saving themselves over $400. This is amazing. What is it? Is it, let me guess, it's a shampoo. They have been using the shampoo as well. So here's the thing. Oh. If this if this is a shampoo, and I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but my idea is that you should create a shampoo that is also able to be used on dogs, not a dog shampoo that is also to be able to, to be used on humans. I'm saying the reverse of what you're saying should be true. Well, it would all be the same then, wouldn't it? That's right. It should just be shampoo. Yeah. That is also so dog So why are you overcomplicating it? Exactly. <sighs> That's my anyway. point. Anyway. Sometimes what comes out of your mouth, it is a lot to digest this early in the morning. Heaps and heaps, hundreds, thousands of women are wearing this popular $49 dog fragrance Uh, on themselves. There's the issue. It's a perfume. There's the issue. A dog fragrance. I'll tell you what, that isn't a bad idea. I've changed my mind in about four, four milliseconds there. That's a great idea. My dog stinks at the moment. Well, this is $49 and everyone swears it smells like a $500 perfume. This is one of the world's... This is one of the world's... Well, one of the most expensive shampoos. You would have heard of um, Lee Labos. Yeah, no, definitely. The way you even say it, it rolls off the tongue. Say it again. I said it once, Jim. No, no, say it again because I'd like to write it down. Can you spell it, please? L e l e space space L a b o L a b o apostrophe s apostrophe Labos. Didn't realise I was going to be doing English lessons with you. Well, today. that's not English. Labos. I'm going to Google that real quick. Okay, Google it. Yep. Uh, they have an award-winning scent, and it's called Santal Thirty Three. It retails for four hundred ninety-seven dollars. No kidding. I was told on the weekend if someone walks past with that scent, you go. Labos. I can't I can't tell Kmart. So is this for the designer. dog or is this so, real? No, it is real. So it's forty it's forty nine dollars this dog fragrance. It's French for the lab. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're saying you're doing English lessons. It's clearly French, mate. French right. into you speak English. French. You speak I French. do. Go on then. Can we just get Can to you say this is my dog? My point is 
I'm buying some and I'm going to be wearing this because if it's $49 yep. and it smells just slightly Labo's, <laughs> Santal 33 cent, why wouldn't you? And so they also have, this is called this is the House the, of Harlow. This is who you get it from if you're yeah. writing this. Or no, I'm, Harlow. Not, I'm, I'm not writing this okay. down. Stop. Um, they also do a shampoo that people are using in their hair, which is incredible because it's shampoo made... Shampoo in their hair? Who would have thought? Uh. <laughs> All I'm saying is you can get products for humans and use them on a dog. As long as they're dog friendly. I don't know. What makes something dog friendly? It doesn't have all the chemicals and things in it. Okay, well, let's do that for everything. Cest mon chin. That is French for this is my dog. <laughs> I've got a few texts here, Woody, on yeah. your previous segment. Um, what 04, 04 oh, I didn't even get to ask. Is this about using pet stuff for yourself? Yes. Do you buy pet products but use them on yourself? I use my dog's dog bed. It's the most comfortable thing. And I'll curl up in it and watch a movie. Are you serious? <laughs> is Why that because your dogs that are? On the, that's because the dogs are on your couch. They know who the oh, okay. who the boss is in the in the household. It takes a long time to go around and urinate on do- deputies. Oh four double eight double eight one zero seven three is the text line. Mm. New name for Woody: Misinformation. <laughs> that's true. Oh, they're not having a crack there. They're I actually they saying. Misinformation. They're saying that that's a bit of misinformation. Oh, I thought they were calling me misinformation. No. As in, <laughs> if you missed it, there's a $49 dog perfume which people are using on themselves. And it's very, very similar to a $500 perfume. Yeah, but it isn't the $500 perfume. We must be fair about that. Um, I. <laughs> you have never used a pet product on yourself. <laughs> Hi, Woody and Tubes. Can you please get Woody speaking in French? It's very, very cool. That comes from Tim in No worries, Tim. I do speak French. (laughs) And this year I'm learning Spanish. And how is that going for you? Well, it was a New Year's resolution, so how they all go? Nowhere. (laughs) It's in the bin. (laughs) It's Triple M Breakfast. Big news, big, big news, big news out of the Gnorky District Footy Club over the weekend, Woody, with new president Tim Woodham resigning after just three or four weeks. What is going on? Uh, he, he's got some medical issues, Bus now, they call him Bushead, he's one of the passionate Gnorky yeah. men of Southern Tasmania, he loves their footy club but got some pretty rough news from his doctor last week that just needed... To reminded him that he doesn't need extra stress in his life, and he's says it's been very stressful today, and he hasn't had complete support from some areas of the club, and life's too short. So he's decided to uh, pull the pin there and resign as president of the Glenorchy Footy Club. The good news is for the Glenorchy Footy Club, they have the team ready to go on the men's side of things. They they probably will struggle a little bit. But like I said last week, Woody, this is a time to rally around the Glenorchy Footy Club. They are one of the truly powerful clubs in our state. Now, they've been through some tough times and they'll continue to have tough times, but they'll also bounce back. I'm absolutely sure of that. If you're in the Glenorchy community and you can give some time to the Glenorchy Footy Club, go down there. They will welcome you with open arms and they are great places to be football clubs. The good news, though is that the women's program is absolutely firing yeah. at the moment, Woods. Just last week, they had a practice match against the VFL side North Melbourne, which is amazing. They flew over to North Melbourne, had a game over there. Mackie Sutcliffe, the champion from Glenorchy, has just signed a contract with the North Melbourne VFL W side for 2023. There's a connection there because over the last few years, they've had a connection with the Kangaroos. Sarah Skinner got drafted there and then went on to play at Sydney Swans, which is amazing. And Perry King is obviously listed there. Um, She got drafted in 2021. Two great players that have come from the Glenorchy Footy Club. Brianna Davis won the award for best on ground, the hard-nosed defender. She's just 16 years old. Pete Barwick, the coach out there, has got the Glenorchy girls firing. So even though the men's program isn't going great, 
They will have a side still. The women's program, I think, will push for the premiership this year. And they'll go hard against teams like Clarence uh, and Kingborough and North Hobart. North Hobart were last year's premiers. But I think that Glenorchy are coming. They've kept a nice, strong side. They've got some quality footballers out there, led by Molly Mitchell and a few of the other girls out there that I just love watching. Um, really excited to see what the, what happens for the women's program. So despite the men's program being in a little bit of turmoil, the positive is that that club is still strong because of the women's program. And this is what women's football has done over the last few years is it's strengthened footy clubs. And so if you've got some time and you want to go somewhere and be a part of something and you're in that Glenorchy Footy Club area, go down to KG5. They've got great facilities. They've got a bar there that's awesome. They've got great ground, great change rooms, all that stuff, and they will support you. Come on down and support the Glenorchy Footy Club. If you'd like more of Tubes' Spin on Sport, which includes a whole bunch of exclusive interviews, it's up on the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. Just search Tubes' Spin on Sport, coincidentally. This is Woody and Tubes. It's Triple M Rodney. Morning, how are you guys? Hi. We're good. What's How's... going on, Rodney? Yeah, uh, Judy, uh, Woody's right and you're wrong. It is Maine's pressures. Yeah. Yep. So. If, if, if you missed it earlier, uh, Hobart, we'll just, we, we were advised <laughs> that there's a bur- burst water main in Elizabeth Street near the intersection of Bathurst Street. And we've uh, been advised that you may experience some delays in the area. Now, Rodney, you're referring to the fact that Tubes doesn't understand how water pressure works I and how there's a burst do. main. Yes, and you're right, because it's pumped water in a main. It's yep. sort of main for a reason. Yeah. And that's what Mains we... Mains water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're trying to explain to Tubes. He didn't understand how... Um, that's not true. The pressure could build up to a point that it burst and I, it would go 70 metres up in the air. That's... Look, Rodney and <laughs> Esther... You both know that I know how water mains pressure works. I was just amazed that it shot 70 feet in the air when the water mains burst down here on the Brooker Highway near the um, Mitsubishi dealership. So thanks, Rodney, for your call. Uh, Thanks for trying to put me straight. I understand how water mains work. See, and you know what, Rodney? People were laughing at me because I explained what happens when pressure is built up. No, you're right, Woody. You are exactly right. Yeah, we get it. We get it, Rodney. You're on team. We get it. You're on team, Woody. We understand. Thanks so much for joining us, Rodney. You can join us with your perspective on one triple three five three. That's just facts, mate. That's just how, that's not a perspective. It's you, you can't have two options for how uh, water main bursts. It's pressure. It bursts. It's triple M breakfast. Triple M breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Text chat. Well, I love that you've been contacting us on 0488881073. We've given Woody a new name, misinformation. No, but I think what they meant... Who was that, Craig? Who's no, that? They, it was anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. I think what he was saying is misinformation, not misinformation. Misinformation. Miss, full of information. <laughs> You're full of something, mate. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not the one that didn't understand how a water main bursts. I know... What, how it bursts? It's just... Can we replay that, please, Ray? Can you grab that off and we'll just get that sentence that Woody popped out there. Uh, David wants to know whether the Blues are any chance against the Tigers. Oh. Yes, they are. They will beat the Tigers in round one. That's a straight-up fact of the AFL. We're both Blues. Yep, and we love the Blues. The Premier's Blues as well. Yeah, most people are back on board after a tough couple of years. Back on board? I never got off the board. Yeah, I never got off the board. Yes, but you I'm... did. Mate, don't make me go there, Tubes. What? Don't. I didn't get off the board. You cancelled your membership for a period of time. In 1998, Yeah. I think, and then I was back on board in 2000. Yeah. For two years. That You That's were never on board the... that long. Who? Tell me, who wears number one for Carlton? Silvani. Who wears number two for Carlton? Oh. <laughs> I know. Kernahan. <laughs> <laughs> it's Paddy Dow. He won't play much this year, I don't think. Uh, quick text has come in from Rob in Brighton. Rob says, a slight hold up on the Bridgewater Bridge, guys. Not sure what's going on or whether it's just the roadworks. Well, I can tell you this, Rob. It's a 37-minute drive in from Brighton at the moment. God. Some hold-ups at the Bridgewater Bridge as you're entering from the eastern shore to the western shore. A couple of hold-ups in Montrose around that foreshore area. 
37 minutes to drive in from Brighton, 32 minutes from Sorrell, 42 minutes from New Norfolk, 23 minutes in from Claremont. And if you're coming from the south of the city, 18 minutes, a couple of hold-ups there coming on Cat's Eye Corner on the Southern Outlet. If you see anything out there, and it is safe to do so, you can send us a text, 0488 or give us a call, 13353. 134 bus cancellations as well today, already. And can I do a big shout-out to everyone that's been sending in suggestions as to what you could purchase for a pet but use on yourself? There's a dog perfume at the moment. It costs $49 and everyone is saying, people are buying it for themselves because everyone's saying it smells very much like an Estee Lauder perfume that costs just under 500 bucks. Well, Jess and Moon has actually texted in. I, yeah. didn't want to, I didn't want to bring this I back. I knew but you didn't. Moon says, I will often wear my dog's bandanas. Oh, yeah, Thanks, that's Jessie okay. Dog shampoo is really good too. I mean, Is it though? Well, I mean... I'm not qualified, but it doesn't have the same preservatives and stuff that you're normal shampoo. You're not qualified, shampoo. but you're going to give unsolicited advice. Great stuff. It doesn't have the same chemicals in it. And I use my dog's i my dog's dog bed. I use that. It is so comfortable. <laughs> Do you know you can now get life size dog beds that people are using for humans. We are joined by Australia's number one entertainment reporter. It's Peter Forty Ford. Good morning, Forty. Good morning. Happy Monday. Yeah. A uh, big, truly, sadly, sad Hollywood story: the death of Tom Sizemore. He's known for saving Private Ryan. Forty. What's going on there? Oh, Black Hawk Down. A whole bunch of movies. Mm. I mean, he was at one point like he was a list. wasn't for long, but he was an a list movie star. And they were saying he's like the new Marlon Brando. He's really just going to deliver these amazing performances. And then he started doing drugs. Don't do drugs. Uh, And his career just completely toppled. And he's had bits and pieces through the years, but he never was able to get back into the big time again. In fact, he was so desperate for money, he started doing porn at one point. So, you know, it's just one of those really sad Hollywood stories to the point where somebody will probably make a movie about his life mm. because it's just the classic story of somebody who had it all and then had nothing. It is so sad, and but it's not a unique story. That's the sad thing. You, we hear of this all the time in Hollywood, 40. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't know if it's the pressure. I've never obviously been involved on that type of level, but if it's the pressure, the adrenaline or whatever it is, it's... it's well, fun. I don't know either. I mean, it's, it's, it just seems hard to believe. Like, if he'd never got anywhere yeah. and he was just a struggling actor, maybe that gets so expressed. But he actually had the whole thing at his feet. You know, as I say, he was being acclaimed mm-hmm. as one of the hot stars of the future and then it all just tumbled in a heap. Keeping the theme going of sad actors, Craig McLaughlin has started filming SAS Australia 40. What do you think about that? Well, look, it's good for him, I think. Uh, It's risky. You know, SAS Australia, obviously, is this bunch of people who get together. A lot of them have got very interesting, controversial backstories. They've been involved in some scandal or whatever, as Craig obviously has been. Uh, My worry is, personally, is you have no control over the editing what they're going to use and not use. So they can make you look really bad. They can make you look creepy. But I guess, to be honest, from Craig's point of view, there's nothing to lose. You know, it's for throw of the dice. They're probably paying him a lot of money to do it. I, I think he actually probably will be quite a good contestant because he's got the mental endurance and he's also yeah. got the physical strength. And you've got to have both of those things if you're going to get anywhere on that show. Well, every time I think of Craig McLaughlin now, though, I just think about that scene that he made up himself when he wasn't invited back for Neighbours. <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. He he's done some own... odd stuff. He's yeah. done some odd stuff, but he's filming at the moment and... Let's see where it goes. Yeah, I love it. And a reminder that if you are struggling with an alcohol or drug problem, you can contact the National Alcohol and Other Drug Hotline on 1-800-250-015. Peter Forty Ford, thanks so much. We'll catch you Friday. Have a good one. This is Woody and Tubes. It's Triple M Breakfast. She's a Hobart bride. She's currently on Married at First Sight. The daughter of a Tasmanian great who used to play footy for Clarence, Taylor Winter. Good morning, guys. How are you? Well, how are you? Now, you're the daughter, I should just say, of Darren Winter, who wasn't that <laughs> impressed that you were going on the show. 
No, he wasn't. Is he watching the show? Uh, no, he's definitely not watching it. I'm not even watching it at the moment. Um, so, yeah, he was right. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think you and Hugo were matched up, Taylor? <laughs> I think for good TV. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that we were never going to, you know, hit it off straight away and it would be easy to pin us against each other. Because obviously last night he, you wanted to leave and he wrote stay, which is bizarre. How did you feel? So what happened last week, Tubes? Um, is Sorry, you've got to update me. I've uh, been very busy with other things. <laughs> Football, anything though. else, he reckons. But uh, <laughs> I love math chat, so it's lovely to chat with you, Taylor. <laughs> what we saw was there was a, the boys all went out, they, and there were no cameras. They were all mm-hmm. having a couple. One of them accidentally butt-dialed their wife, and it was mm-hmm. heard by Hugo calling you mm-hmm. some pretty um, foul mm-hmm. things. How hmm. how do you feel about that, and and why do you think Hugo wants to stay? Um, I was used to Hugo calling me those sorts of things what? by that stage. No, yeah, there's, so, there's so much that people have not seen. Obvious, <sighs> I'm devastated basically. But um, yeah, I just I wanted to leave so badly. I wanted to come back to Tassie. It was not for me at that point, and. I'm not sure why he wanted to stay. I have no idea. It's a despicable word. I'm not even going to hint at what it was, but Mm. I just, that that floors me. Stay right there, because up next, we're going to go inside your video diaries, the ones that you did behind the scenes, independent of the producers. Tazzy's Taylor Winter is still with us. She is a contestant on Married at First Sight at the moment. Of course, she's the daughter of the amazing footballer who used to play for Clarence and Bernie. Yeah, Darren Winter. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, we were just talking before about how your husband, Hugo, decided to stay last night when you wanted to leave. I did right stay. I want to try and move through it. No, you don't. Just because he says it doesn't mean it's the truth. I'm not staying. I'm going back to Tassie. I'm not staying. No way. How are you doing, Taylor? Um, last week I was really struggling. It's been overwhelming, really, and obviously I'm coughing it quite a lot, so it's been really hard. It's been really hard for myself and my family. Let's go back a little bit when I guess that criticism first started mm-hmm. was when you were on your honeymoon with Hugo. Yeah. When you were out for dinner, he was really red and flustered mm-hmm. and you copped it, I saw online, for being mm. cruel. What what was going on there? There was so much that people didn't see. Basically, I was reacting to being berated about the sleeping arrangements, which really he had the bed in real life. I was on the couch. Yeah, so I was, I was genuinely copping it about the sleeping arrangements and then he called me a frigid. But he had worked himself up so much and became really flustered. And I was, I was responding to those comments and I was trying to keep my, my calm even though I was really mad about, you know, him calling me a frigid and, and putting so much pressure on me about the sleeping arrangements. Why do you think they've edited it like that, Taylor? I think, I think I'm a lot more of a villain than Hugo. I mean, Hugo doesn't look like a villain when he's getting so flustered and getting a massive rash in most of the episodes and yeah I think because I am showing a lot less emotion and not getting flustered I think it was just easier to do so but I am quite a calm person and I don't really react too much whereas he he did and so yeah I think I was just an easier target. You were keeping Mm -hmm. your own video diaries behind the scenes of Married at First Sight. In one of those videos, and we'll play some audio here, you and Hugo seem like you're getting along well, you're both lying on the bed, Mm -hmm. and you're talking about the fact that producers keep coming in and you're not allowed to talk unless there's a camera, is Mm -hmm. that right? Yeah, there were a lot of rules that we had to follow. It was very strange. Anything of substance, we're only allowed to do that in front of them. It's really weird. Yeah, we, um, we have not been able to talk. We are checked on to see if we are actually talking. Um, yeah, we're very directed in what we have to say and filming doesn't stop because we're being held accountable for the characters that we are supposed to be. What do you I mean don't... you can't talk? Like, mm. they kept mm. coming in to make sure you weren't talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah, we were separated for most of the time. 
um, yeah, we weren't allowed to speak and then someone would come in and check on us. How has the support been for you now that it's aired? Because I have heard they have psychologists ready. Have you felt supported? Uh, I felt blindsided. Mm. (laughs) I felt really blindsided by my entire edit, so not particularly supported, no. For anyone that is a keyboard warrior, what would you want to say to those people? I mean, I think... (laughs) I mean, it's a TV show and everybody's bagging out the edit and that it's... But then they feel the need to come out and absolutely berate the cast members. And I've seen the most awful threats and things said online and I just think, why don't you go out every day and just try and be nice to people? That's what I do. I know it might not seem like it on on this show, but that is what I do every single day. I mean, I'm about to go into into work Yep, yep. So I just I just think just make a make a positive difference every single day. Don't go out with the intention of being mean to people. What do you hope to take away from this show, Married at First Sight, Taylor? <laughs> well, you know, I I just want to forget that it happened. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at at the moment. I think how could I possibly get anything out of this at the moment? You know, they try to destroy my reputation and I'm so lucky that I have colleagues that are so supportive but I could be in a position where they weren't right now and then everything in my life would be destroyed if I didn't have my career. Well, Taylor, sorry to hear that. That's not great, but I'm glad that you seem to have a positive attitude to what's next for Taylor Winter. You know how to get me. (laughs) I know. You've been amazing. Thank you so much, Woody. I would be happy to have a crack at your keyboard warriors, and I haven't been on Twitter for seven years. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Thank you so much. This is Woody and Tubes. We have a carryover champ, Tubes. He, yep, he's here and he's risking it all for $200 cash in this. Our state's best on show. Tri- Triple M Breakfast with Woody and Tubes. Tassie Trivia. Powered by Creative Modular Homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. This is a great segment. People are talking about it all across the state. I don't know if they're talking about it in a good way. No, they're talking about it. It's Hobart's easiest competition. I just don't know why it doesn't go easy. We've got cash to give away thanks to Creative Modular Homes, Fast, Fabulous, Affordable. Nathan won trivia on Friday and he's come back and he's risking it for $200. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning. How are you feeling, Nathan? Uh, I'll see how we go. I love that. I love the ease. How was your weekend, Nathan? Did you study at all? Uh, we've never wanted to know what questions are, so how can we? <laughs> well, and they're always multiple choice. So they're always multiple choice. Can you, you test your buzzer, please? <laughs> test your buzzer, please, Nathan. It's your name, Nathan. Well done. Good. You'll be playing Shane in Pontville. Good morning, Shane. Good day, mate. How you going? Great, thanks. Bit slippery up your way this morning, was it, Shane? Yeah, very well. I was out early though, but it's still raining. Yeah, yeah, no good, no good. I hope you're staying dry, Shane. Can you test your buzzer? It is your name, Shane. Well done. All right. Sounds like we got two very, very keen contestants. Here we go. Question number one: What bridge? Oh, someone's getting a side. It's, See, this it's is not phone a friend. Mean. It's not phone a friend. This... I think that was Shane. Was that you, Shane? No, mate, no. Oh, was Sound that you, like... Nathan? You got someone on the side? No. He's playing a game, I think. Something's going on. That's what on I mean. Here. You can do two things at once when you play trivia. Question number one. It's multiple choice. You can buzz in whenever you want. What bridge did over 3,100 participants run yesterday? Shane, Nathan. Oh, Shane. Tasman Bridge. Oh, Shane, on, off the mark. Well done. Question number two. Which Cricket Tasmania Premier League women's side won the Kookaburra Cup on the weekend? Was it A, the Newtown Bucks, B, the Greater Northern Raiders? Nathan. Nathan. Newtown. Oh, Nathan, we're off to a tiebreaker, and it's the most ridiculous question I've ever ever written. Really? Yep. Question number three for the tiebreaker for $200 cash. In which Hobart suburb... Will you find Hobart's oldest casino? Shane. Shane for $200. Sandy Sandy Bay. Shane, just like that, you've got $200 cash thanks to Creative Modular Homes. 
fast, fabulous, affordable. Well done. What are you going to do with the cash? Oh, I don't know. Put it away for a rainy day, I reckon, Chief. Well, that's today. Treat yourself today. Yeah, I can do that. Yep. You yep. can come back tomorrow for $300. I'll take the money. Thanks, Woody. Yeah. All right. There you go, Smart. Shane. Bad luck, Nathan. But that's how it rolls in creative modular homes. Fast, fabulous, affordable. Triple M breakfast with Tazzy Chips. Sorry, I had a mouthful there. What are you? <laughs> are you choking on your own excitement? No, I'm just a, I'm just oh, a bit that's sad. A treat. Yeah. That's a treat. Treat yourself, Shane. It's Triple M breakfast. Triple M breakfast with Woody and Chips. Text chat. We love getting your texts on 0488 You can text us about anything, anything at all. Tracy has texted us. It's quite a long one, so please stick with me here. Morning, Woody and Tubes. Thank you for asking Jeremy Rockliffe the hard, question, hard questions regarding this ridiculous stadium. His final sentence on the interview seriously pissed me off so much I was driving and shouting at the radio. The surgery rating lists at the RHH have reduced. Really, Mr. Rockliffe? Well, perhaps you would like to personally phone me and explain to me just why I've been sitting on a waiting list for nearly four and a half years as a Category 2 patient on the Royal Hobart Hospital waiting list. I was on a pre—I was on a list pre-COVID and I'm still waiting despite having numerous half-page articles printing in the mercury on my story and despite the fact that the government is now on its fourth health minister in the time I've been on that waiting list. I've contacted each health minister about their excessive weights, including Mr Rockliffe twice, and I'm either fobbed off or ignored. I've never heard as much BS as I've heard coming out of the Premier's mouth this morning on air. How nice it must be to sit on a lofty perch with a high income, private health, and not know how hard it is to live on the poverty line and literally wait years for a much needed surgery to give me quality of life. I'm 50 years old and feel like I'm 70 trying to cope with an illness that can be rectified by surgery. The surgery I'm waiting on at the Royal Hobart Hospital. Thank you, Triple M, for trying to get answers from our Premier. Unfortunately, he's too far up his own butt to see the reality of how us little people live day to day. Thanks again, Tracy. Well, That's a always... lot to process, Tracy, and hopefully your surgery isn't too far away. We will continue to pressure the Health Minister, which is the Premier, of course, Jeremy Rockliffe. But that's concerning. Life-saving and life-improving oh. surgery that can happen doesn't happen. We'll send it to his office and we always will follow up on any text you send us. So... 0488881073. That's unacceptable. We do love hearing from you. This one's a little bit more jovial. Mm-hmm. Hi, Woody and Tubes. It's clear that Woody definitely knows what she's on about with regards to water pressure. Can she come? Can she come and fix mine? Our, our water pressure drops dramatically when the hockey centre waters the hockey turf. That's from Lucy in Newtown. Now well, this no. is this is I know what's happening here. So over at the hockey centre, when they've got some hockey going on there at the moment, international hockey, which has been sensational. We've seen the hockey roos play over there. The kookaburras, sensational international hockey going on. When they water that, I think the hockey spray, the water-based turf, mm. comes out at 19 litres per second. That's a the lot. Pressure's of, high. Pressure's hot. Yeah, yeah you do which know. means it's taking pressure away from other water mains. So, and we got to talking about water mains. It's being. Uh, tubes didn't quite understand today, but I earlier did. motorists were advised to try and stay away from Elizabeth Street because there was a burst water main. And uh, I don't know how else I could explain it to you, Tubes. Well, you, the you explained it pretty, pretty well earlier. Here we go. Have a listen to this. Oh, this is going to be a fun <laughs> stitch-up thing, push, is it? No, no. Just oh, push. You better not have edited me like married at first I sight. I haven't edited this at all. I've just cut it from one end to the other, and this is how you no, sound. Have a, have a listen to yourself, Esther. Do you remember when that massive water main burst over here near the Mitsubishi dealership? Yeah. And it sprayed into the air about 70 metres? That I didn't realise we had that sort of water pressure here in Hobart. Of course we do. Oh, okay. How, <laughs> but I mean, why wouldn't we? But they said that it was what, like, like five Olympic pools. The way it moves is via pressure. You know when you turn the tap on? Yeah. That's pressure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, it doesn't sound like you do, mate. No, but there was, there was a lot of water. It's a water main. So what of... it means is m- the most, the main water is in it. <laughs> Explain it to me a bit better than that. Can you go over that again? There's pressure. Yep. And when you turn on the tap, that pressure... How does the pressure forces, build? ...forces... Will you put anything 
when you push anything together, it causes friction. And if school does close early on Friday, I shall be giving science lessons. <laughs> Let's hope they that come is. to an agreement. Oh, okay. Never mind. Have, that was edited. You've no, it wasn't. Yes, that, was, that was not remotely yeah. edited. That was you speaking freely yeah. about water pressure. You maffed me. You married at first sight. I didn't maff you. I'd love to get you on maths. I think you definitely should. We haven't we haven't followed up on that. We need to do that again. Well, not Rare, if they edit, it down. edit you to look like that. <laughs> this is Woody and Tubes. I just totally went off page in my own head then. I Did was you? somewhere else. Where were you? What were you thinking about? Survivor. Quick. Oh, how good. We're not supposed to talk about reality no. series so much, but can I only say... No spoilers, because I know what oh, you're like. Oh, it was on last night. No, if but you haven't seen it by you, now... You said to me just not ten minutes ago... What? I've got to be really careful with what I say on the radio because I spoiled Survivor last night for my own brother. Yeah. Well, we, we've, it was got a, live. we've got a group message, and I thought he was watching it. How did I know that his one-year-old wasn't sleeping? You just and it took two hours to get him to bed. You always not do my a check. Problem. You always do a check. Not you my problem. You always say, "Are you live? Are anyway, you live?" On I'm not going to give away who gets evicted or anything like that. Sent home. Evicted. But you know, we have. You know, we don't often interview reality contestants. I'm keen unless as they're Tasmanian and they're tailwind for maths. Yeah, I'm keen as much to talk to George. I want to talk to George. Um, George, if you haven't watched, he is being called the best Survivor player in the world of all time. They call him the Bankstown Cockroach. And I want to be one of his subjects. They call him King George. Yeah. And I will be whatever he wants me to be. I want to be in his alliance and I want to be told who to vote for, what to do. I want the protection of King George just in life in general. All right, like, well, just, we're, trying, we're trying to get George on. I, I would love to talk to him too. I reckon he's a ripper. So about last night, though. No. I tell you what. No. You know when they got to the... No. I'm going to go through my book here because I've got a heap of times down where you've said funny shit. <laughs> oh, we're having a good time, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about... Oh, here we go. No, why don't we have any of your bad stuff on here? Why is it all me? Why is there... Da, 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 da. Ah! 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 What's that? What are ha- you doing? Ha- Hello. Oh. Okay. I thought that was... <laughs> what would you name your cockroach? That was supposed to be cockroach. <laughs> so whoever has cut that... We're all having a bit of a laugh, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> Jim's doing his own sound effects. <laughs> called Stop me it. a bitch. Did you see that, right? No, I did he not. He called me a bitch. Put that on the HR list. <laughs> this is what goes on in my head when Tubes talks. <laughs> Here we go again. This is bullshit. <laughs> Back from 6am with $200 cash to be given away in Triple M Tessie Trivia. I'm going to go root. Oh, that was about bus routes. Why are you Do not? Do you root it? It's definitely I'm route. route. They say route I mean, in the yeah. United States. Yeah. Which route? That was out of context too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was how someone asked me if my nephew who's one can talk. And I said, if this is talking... I mean, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we, uh, stuff is taken out, out of, of context. <laughs> What's the, I don't even know. What, what would you name your cock? We've done that one. That's not funny. <laughs> if we had more of a budget, I wouldn't have to do my own sound effects like monkey. That's a monkey. <clears throat> that was a turbo chook. Why does this one say, these are just all different things that I've found in the system here. Da, 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 da. Ah. Ah. That is an actual insight ha- into your ha- mind. Hello. Okay. This is not. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> See again, we don't have a sound effects team, and so sometimes <laughs> I have to do my own. That was a um goose. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a turkey. Oh no, that was a turkey. <laughs> that was because a turkey was. Um, What's a goose sound like? Hi, you nearly got me then. You actually do because my mouth goes faster than my brain. What about so a donkey? Often it Give comes us a donkey. Out. Give us a donkey. No, because now I'm I'm on high alert for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's some of your stuff when you when you've stuffed up? Why is none of that here? Because 
Because <laughs> I've paid Rhea off. <laughs> <laughs> he would too. That was about a turkey that was one minute holding hostage. Give us one minute no. of gas. <laughs> one minute of gas. Garth? Rhea, why is Rhea crying? She's crying. <laughs> She's a bit upset. She's cry- She is crying. I'm not kidding you. Let me. How do I? Hey, I see. Why are you crying? Because I can't stop laughing. Why? <laughs> Why? God. What the No, if no yes, one sound else. effects are just my favourite thing. They bring oh. me so much joy. Oh, that's good. I'm glad everyone's having a good time. It is pretty funny. <laughs> Garth was because I had. To, I was trying to say Garth, and for some reason, when we introduced a guy called Garth, I went Garth. I don't know why. Sound like I, a. Like that's a why we love you. Galah. What's a galah sound like? Galah? You're not getting me. <laughs> oh, galah. What about a horse? Give us a horse. I'll give you something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, double fingers. fingers. The bed. <laughs> That's it. Let's get out of here. Catch you tomorrow or something. <laughs> that, you know what just happened? Because you just think everyone in this building is your floor manager, which uh. we're not. Like, bloody. I need a manager. Oh, you didn't tell me. He just said to Rhea, producer Rhea, what do you want me to say here for the podcast at And she goes, you know, back tomorrow from six or something. So that's what he's just said. Yeah, well, I'm like, sorry. I'm a machine gun. You point me in the right direction and I'll uh, continue to shoot. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> See, that made me, oh my made God. me wish you would write your script. Exactly. Because that is awful. <laughs> I just keep plowing forward. <laughs> Point me in the right direction and let me go. How <laughs> <laughs> about the laugh on Woody there? Are you all right? You having a little, <laughs> you having some sort of a stroke over there? She uh, said, take a breath for Christ's sake. Because it's like, I, I producer Rhea has her working with children's license. Because that's what you bloody are. Now she's written here, catch you from six. Yeah, Just we'll catch it. you from six. Catch you from six a.m. Oh, my God. (laughs) Woody and Tubes. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.